you've been seeking answers from every dermatologist, doctor, and all over the internet wondering what on earth this unbearable skin issue is. You know something's up, and you've been suffering and silenced for far too long. This podcast is going to bring awareness to the brutal reality that is topical steroid addiction and withdrawal syndrome. It will give you practical mental and physical tips to help you along your journey and provide you the strength you need to push through each day. You'll hear from real people battling this illness, as well as experts in the field, and I'm also going to share with you what's happening as I battle and conquer TSW. You are not alone, you're not crazy, and you will heal. If there's one thing I know, it's that anyone going through this hell is a warrior. My name is Jennifer Powers, and I welcome you to TSW Journey to Healing. Hello, Claire. I am so happy to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, Jennifer. So excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, absolutely. So we, I, I don't even know where I want to start with you. I'm just really excited to have another warrior on the show. And it's funny, whoever is listening to this episode right now, I think everybody kind of feels the way uh, Claire had mentioned to me. She's like, I, you know, before, before we were hitting record, she's like, I don't know if um, I have that much to say. And anybody who's been through this or going through this, we, I, I think we can both agree, Claire, like we have a lot more to say and to share than we even sometimes realize. <laughs> and I think absolutely right. when you first asked me, I was like, oh man, yeah. Like I know people are struggling so much more than me yeah. and like really like, you know, I don't want to overshadow them or anything. But then when you sent me those interview questions, I really started to look at them and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> a lot to my story and like I really want to share it and like if it can help one person you know absolutely so. absolutely and that's what it's all about and that's why we're doing what we're doing so I am excited to have you on the show why don't we just kind of go back to the beginning and get started tell tell the audience like where you live where you're from and like your backstory uh, so I am in Portland Oregon um, I was adopted from China when I was 18 months old um, from my incredible mother, um, single mom. Woo-hoo. Love it. I know. She's so strong. And um, yeah, basically, I've always had dry skin and I always had just like mild eczema. Like, honestly, if I think back now, nothing to worry about. And um, I actually came back from China with a patch of eczema on my cheek. And my mother being just the incredible parent that she is, you know, she's worried about me. So takes me to the dermatologist. And um, they did not you know, you go in and they look at you for what, like, 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. not think to do any further testing mm-hmm. or really ask you like background questions or get to the root cause at all. They're just like, okay, I got the medicine for you. And what do you know? Topical steroids. Yep. Um, yeah. And they told me that, you know, eczema was something that would be for life and it's genetic. Um, and so it can only be managed with things like topical steroids. And then they didn't get into like more potent stuff or like any injections or oral steroids yet. I wasn't at that point. Um, at the beginning, um, 
trimet hydrocortisone 2.5 and fluocinonide. I think I think I'm saying that correctly. Um, I, I can't say half the names of our creams. <laughs> right, exactly. Which so is crazy. probably the first red flag. Right, right. right. Um, and so the hydrocortisone was for my face and then um, the fluocinonide, which I believe is in um, mid potency. So it wasn't, it's not like the strongest out there, luckily. Um, and so that one was for my body and I had it a lot on my legs and then just wherever else it would pop up sometimes, you know, inner corners of the elbow, typical stuff, typical stuff. Um, and the only warning I really got was that, Hey, um, let's put it on when you're flaring because it can in the skin. Yeah. Um, and I was like, Hey, no problem. But the thing is, is, um, I was flaring like all the time or it's like once after I was on, you know, these steroid creams for maybe a couple years and then I was hitting, um, middle school and puberty and, you know, that just like goes crazy and your hormones are all over the place. Um, then, uh, the eczema became more severe and I truly, be I truly believe, um, steroids had something to do with it. And so then I was flaring all the time. Then I would just slap the steroid cream on and, um, it got to a point where it was like several times a week for sure. That you were slathering it on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and they worked like a charm at first, right? <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> like they were magic and um, it was so reliable. And I knew if I had a flare, I would just like take a shower, put some on the night before and I'd be clear the next day. Yep. And then that's kind of what I would, if I had a big event coming up, um, like, I don't know, high school, like prom or graduation or something like, yeah, just like prep it with some steroid creams. And then I knew I would be fine. Mm -hmm. um, then like clockwork, um, a few days later, I'd have clear skin for a couple days and then it would come back because I'd stopped applying the steroid cream because I wasn't clearing and yep. it would come right back. Um, and so I kind of knew it was like every week I'm like, okay, like I know I need to use these. And I, I felt like I had become reliant on them. And it's just like a matter of what, when, when in the week do I need to use these? But I know that I use them every single week. Um, and I felt like deep down, I knew that this didn't feel right. Yeah. And I was like, man, something this good it just like can't be safe or like what is the actual mechanisms behind this medicine? When do you, when do you, when would you say that you did have that realization where you're like something doesn't seem right? Like how, like about how old were you or how far along? Uh, <clears throat> in high school, okay. and I'm 25 now. So, um, I mean, I just started withdrawal, like I'm in month five. So, so I've been applying steroids literally 
I mean, <laughs> since yeah. I was a child up till 20, 24, because then I had my birthday during SW. Mm-hmm. That was the worst birthday. Oh, <laughs> sure. okay, though. Um, hoping next year's better. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, probably around high school. I, um, yeah, and I was just kind of like, um, this doesn't feel right. And I don't even know what I'm putting on my body. But, you know, yeah. Like, in high school and just going through adolescence, you're so insecure. All oh, yeah. Yeah. And so you just want to do anything to just like um, clear up your skin. And I was desperate. Yeah. But I was like, well, just going to keep doing it because this is all I know. And this is the only thing the dermatologist told me. Yeah. Um, and then as I grew older and like, so here I graduate high school and, um, going to college and college um, of course is a very stressful time in a different way. Um, uh, it just kept getting worse. And I thought I was supposed to grow out of it. And I was like, I wasn't growing out of it. And I was like, and then I'm like 20, 21, 22. And I'm like, just same cycle. Um, eczema is like almost always there. And mm-hmm. I put the cream on, I stop using it and it comes back. And, um, and then it started traveling. And it like went to, used to be just like localized um, inner arms mm-hmm. and legs. And then started traveling to like my face and um my neck and it was a little on my face before but just like eyelids or something that traveled to my entire face mm, that's um, so hard yeah and I like um felt so like just like embarrassed about it yeah I'm like looking around like no one else has this or you know what it appeared to me I was like I'm the only one dealing with this and yeah. And I just like, it was so hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. What do you think? So, so that was like your whole like eczema journey and then the use of steroids. At what point did you realize like, wait, maybe this isn't just eczema. Maybe this is something related to the steroid medication. Like at what point was it that you learned about topical steroid addiction and withdrawal? Yeah. So it was, uh, probably sometime in 2021, maybe even late 2020, um, I, um, oh, excuse me, I had this huge blow up on my face mm-hmm. and it did not look like my previous, previous eczema. Um, it had like, like almost like bumps and like little pos- like postules or mm-hmm. the word. Um, I think, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was, it was pretty painful and it was like stinging and burning. Um, and so, yeah, that was like two Christmases ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, like most people, I flare more in the winter time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it gets better in the summer with the sun and yeah. humidity, warm weather. And so winters, t- winters are tough for me. And so 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I kind of just casually looked into it. Um, okay. So I was like, um, I was like, oh man, like this is just not right. Yeah. Uh, and I Googled like um, overuse of topical steroids or something. Um, and just because you thought like maybe this has something that you just on, on your own thought, you're just thinking maybe I, it had something to do with what I'm using and what I've been doing. That's see, that's, that's really good. Cause I remember when I was trying to figure out what on earth this was, I just kept looking, I went everywhere from the web to social media to everywhere. And I just kept typing in like really uh, undescribable, like bad, bad eczema flare ups. Mm-hmm. And I, and it took uh, some random person's Instagram account with the word TS or the TSW in there. I'm like, what does that mean? And that, and then I went down the rabbit hole, but I didn't even, I didn't put two and two together. Like you did thinking like I could have done this. I thought like, why is my skin doing this? <laughs> but oh, you were, totally. you were ahead of, I was, and you were like, maybe it has something to do, which is uh-huh. super smart. And that's what, I mean, being an independent critical thinker on your own is half of the battle. I feel like most people, they need to do a little bit more you know, self like check inward, go inward and really do a, a survey of yourself and what you're doing and eating and lifestyle and all those things. So it sounds like you, you were ahead of that and thinking like, maybe this is connected, which is really awesome. Oh yeah. Thank you. And, um, I totally understand your situation though. And that's it, why it's just so horrible that this condition isn't recognized because yeah. people don't know. And then they like, are suffering for like longer than they need to just putting more steroid creams on. Yep. Don't know that that's what's causing it. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, well, hang on. So there's more to the story. (laughs) Well, so I was Googling just like, oh, we use the steroid creams or like, what happens if you um, are like side effects of steroid creams? What happens if you use too much? Blah, blah, blah. Um, But after I was reading the stuff and I was in denial, I was like, Mm-mm, can't be right. Uh, just cause probably cause it was like pretty traumatic. And I was just like, no way. So, um, honestly, I kind of just like shelved that thought mm-hmm. and like, and just kept going and pushed through. And I, I've, and I just like, uh, continued using the steroid creams and actually, um, it did clear up for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do remember I went to, I did go to my old dermatologist, um, when my face blew up. Um, and I was like, oh, you know, I think, I think it might be the steroid creams. I'm, I don't know how comfortable I am with using these anymore. And then dermatologists, it was interesting. She did say, she, re- she respected my, um, my stance and she was like, um, yeah, like if uh, it can thin the skin for sure. And, you know, if you're not comfortable with it, let's try, um, let's try this new thing that we have. And then she prescribed me Eladel. Uh-huh. Yep. I was on that for a long, long time. <laughs> oh, yeah. And um, she was talking about how incredible it is, completely safe. Mm-hmm. You can apply every single day, um, like keep the flare away. And she said, oh, this Eladel is preventative. 
If you do flare, then use uh, hydrocortisone or the fluoxetine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I'm still wary because she was just giving me another drug. And I was like, okay, sure. Picked up the prescription, tried it a couple times. Honestly, didn't listen to her though. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm <laughs> like, um, not going to put this on every day. Maybe if like, the hydrocortisone isn't working or something like, and I'll like switch it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was like Christmas 2020. And then we're coming up to a year later and it's around Thanksgiving time last year. Right. So like, okay. Four, four or five months ago. Um, and I was, still on the cream. Um, that was a really stressful time for me. Um, I was over at my uh, boyfriend's parents for the holidays. Um, and you know, you're always trying to impress them and stuff. And I'm like, Oh, I gotta have clear skin for all the pictures and whatever. Um, they have a cat too, which I'm allergic to. Mm-hmm, me too. <laughs> yeah. And so I was putting on steroids, like like every day a week like before thanksgiving to prep like i do then i was putting on steroids every day that i was there and that's when i noticed that they like weren't working anymore and yeah yeah, and i was like okay that's just super weird yeah um well, because, you know, something that was like your miracle drug, you're like, wait a second, if this isn't working, uh, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. Uh, right. It was like my crutch. And I was just like, okay, because yeah. um, like, if I can't control this, like, with my, with my creams, then I have no how idea. How do I do it? Right. You have no tools to like know what to do. Right. Like, exactly. Scary. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so then I come home from Thanksgiving and then I'm just like, these aren't even working anymore. Why put it on? That just doesn't make sense. Um, and that's when shit hit the fan. Um, so I stopped with the creams and just after a couple of days, it got horrible. And like, I blew up on my face like on my neck. Oh gosh. Uh, pretty itchy on my legs where I uh, have the most, I guess like suffered from the most severe eczema. Um, and then that little like um, repressed memory in the back of my head about TSW came back. Mm. You're like, um, oh, I can't ignore it anymore. <laughs> right. Exactly. And then I was like, oh my gosh, like, this like this might be be real yeah and I like hopped on google again and I I was like freaking out and um and then I found like it's an and um Mm -hmm. scratch that um and even like a page you know in the National Eczema Association and I was like they're even acknowledging this okay okay um then I think after after a lot of digging, I just like 
I think that was my light bulb moment when I'm like, this is from the steroid creams. It can't be anything else. My eczema has never like presented like this before. Um, and honestly, when I found out, I, like, I know a lot of people feel relieved when they find out because like, you know, it's an answer. Mm-hmm. I totally understand. For me, I feel like I was, I was not relieved. I was absolutely horrified. Yeah. Because, and I was like, oh my God, um, I'm going to have to go through this. And seeing, you know, all the pictures and all the um, symptoms and stuff. And it was, it was so scary. I was like, I'm really scared. I agree. It's terrifying. And some of the, some of the stuff it's like, you really feeling for people like, my God, they're, they're living in an actual nightmare. Like what the hell, how is this even a thing? (laughs) Right. I know. Yeah. Um, And I mean, I was mad too, because I'm like, okay, I like, I did everything I was supposed to. Yeah. You know, we weren't, we were in my eyes, we were not abusing it. No, because we were following the directions of the dermatologist. And then just that I felt like felt like I wanted to put the blame on someone. And I was just like, I can't believe doctors did this to me. I this is so horrible. I'm so mad at them. And um, I mean, I'm hard because I do respect medical professionals. But sure. (laughs) Still a little in that mindset currently. I, I think that's totally normal. And I just want to like give you that validation and let you know, like, I, I don't think there's anything really wrong with that because I, if it wasn't for leaning so heavily on my faith, um, I still have tons of major, it's, you got to work through the feelings of anger because, you know, it's, yeah. And it's, it sounds, you're going to, when I say this, I say this sensitively knowing that half the time, if somebody would say this to me, depending on my mood of the day, I'd want to punch them right in the face. But the reality <laughs> is it's not, we have to really work really hard at telling ourselves this didn't happen to us. It's happened for us. It happened for us to discover things about ourselves. We didn't know and our strength and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but it's so much easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Cause the reality is we did we did follow the instructions. We did do what we were told. It is very easy to, and it's, and it's allowed to feel angry, right? Like who, who in the right mind would, that would be going through something hellish like this, wouldn't be pissed off beyond, you know, beyond reason. I mean, it's just like, it should have never happened, but, and then Mm -hmm. you have to also flip it and say, okay, well, everybody only knows what they know. So if these doctors were taught when someone comes in with this, this is what you, this is when this is a, this is what you do for B. Like this is, this is the order that they follow. This is what they're told and taught to do. And you have to hope and, and hope to think that doctors are, you know, if they really knew about something like this, you would like to believe that they would absolutely say, Hey, I'm going to give this to you, but please caution. Don't use it more than two weeks. Stop. Like do not, you know, or something like that. But I don't think they're medically, I mean, we're just not there yet. And that's why it's people like you and I that need to like spread the wa- awareness and really get loud about this because it's a tragedy. I mean, it really is it's not like, look, it's not like we're not going to recover. Both of us are in our journeys currently. It's not like we've healed from this yet, but mm-hmm. we will, you know, and it's not something that's like, 
we're a ticking time bomb and the end is near. Like, no, we, we at mm-hmm. least know what's going on now. We can feel angry and we, we have every right to, but we're going to focus on, you know, like healing ourselves and then helping other people to hopefully not have to go through something like this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love that positive mindset. <laughs> well, believe me, you're catching me on a decent day, but there's plenty oh, of days. Okay. <laughs> Let's okay. not make no mistake about it. Like Claire, you and I are like soul sisters here. Cause I, we were right before the show and whoever's listening right now, like we were like, can we curse on the show? I was like, absolutely. We can, this is a non, you know, a lot of these, health, Oh yeah, right. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you just need to curse at the top of your lungs and punch a pillow and cry it out and yell and be angry. And that's part of the healing process. That's part of like just getting it all out. Um, mm-hmm. because it's a very physical and mental struggle all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, but and you know, it's, it's no, this is no cakewalk by any means. No, not at all. And, um, for the listeners out there, you might not know, but I totally feel that soul sister aspect because we started at like almost the same exact time. I know. Um, it is crazy. It's, so, it is crazy. And that's so what's, think- you know, it's really cool because we're in that it's sand group and we're in these support groups and, yeah. and, just being around the, the truth is no one, your friends, your family, you can have them. I have the most supportive network and, um, you know, support system out there, but no one can even remotely understand what this is like. It's only somebody mm-hmm. that is going through this. That's why you have to link up. You have to connect with people. You have to find a group you have to. And when somebody's going through it in a very similar timeline as you, your, your, everyone's journey is different and we all have different symptoms at different times, but it is super powerful and very helpful when somebody is like, right walking along that journey side by side pretty much as you. So totally. I agree with you hundred percent. It's, it's super helpful. And I love that we're, we get to hold each other accountable and, and cheer, pull each other up when, when we're down. And it's just, it's cool because if not for this terrible, awful illness, disease, whatever the heck you want to call it, like we wouldn't have known all the, any of these people, I wouldn't have known you. We wouldn't be able to help other people. So it's, it's a blessing and a curse, you know? Exactly. Exactly. I hear you for sure. <laughs> What do you say? What would you say? Like, cause you, we did just kind of briefly say like, there was a lot of mindset stuff that does go into this. I mean, and again, there's been plenty of days where I'm like cursing at the world and going, God, why'd you do this to me? Why do I have to deal with this? And it mm-hmm. is kind of interesting at this time we're recording the show. It's obviously not going to be the release date, but today is good Friday, right? So whether, whatever religion or faith, or if you have any faith of all, it's just, it, it made me think a lot today. Like, wow. Like, you know, it, there's not one person in this planet that can get through their life without suffering of some kind. And so this is, I hope that this is you and I, Claire, but also anyone listening and any fellow warrior, I hope that this is the hardest thing that we'll ever have to go through because (laughs) it's sometimes Mm -hmm. really hard to imagine a bigger suffering than the one that we're currently in because it is that bad. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I hope for, I hope that too. Um, And I don't think it's interesting because I feel like I don't think people really grasp that who aren't going through it. Yeah. And that's kind of, I think something, the tough thing about skin conditions and the tough thing about PSW is the stigma behind it that, Oh, it's just, it's just skin or like, Oh, like, uh, I have some eczema too, you know, like, but it's just like the tiniest little spot or something. So they're like, I manage it with this. So like, you can do it too. And I feel like yeah. that can be definitely um, a, it's a frustration of mine. For, for sure. sure. For sure. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. Same here. What would you say? Cause I think I was starting to mention it and then I went on a little tangent there, but what would you say? Okay. Like your mindset has played, you know, you're going into month five right now. I mean, listen, the first, uh, for me, first, those first one or two months, three months, even, I mean, they were so excruciating, so brutal. I like, I have such PTSD when I think back and just even moving forward, I think it's going to be permanently something that I'm going to have to work through just the Mm -hmm. fear of touching anything that God forbid has a little steroid in it, or just like, even just seeing pictures or knowing when you have a good couple of days, you're like, you're like walking on eggshells. Right. And you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm like holding my breath waiting for something. And then sure enough, yes, a flare will continue to happen because we're still in this healing process. Mm -hmm. What role did your mindset or is your mindset playing in this journey and in your recovery? Yeah. So, um, I am going to be honest. I mean, same boat as you. So traumatizing. Yeah. Um, and just like, I, I do believe that, um, we'll have some just PTSD from this for sure. And there's just so much anxiety with PSW. And Honestly, um, I, especially at the beginning, I just did not have a good mindset or good mental health, mm-hmm. um, really going through it. Uh, I, I sulked a lot for sure. I mean, TSW broke me. Yeah. Um, and me too. And, um, I, the thing is, is that, I mean, I know how important mindset is. And um, I knew that what I was doing, this negative self-talk, getting down wasn't healthy. Um, and it's, it's kind of like, even though you know, you're still not um, invincible oh, to yeah. like uh, falling into that pit. I feel like, um, you know, even like, Therapists probably need their own therapist. You know? Oh, that's they, exactly they have right. All the tools, but still, something horrible can happen, and they need someone else to remind them. Yeah, they and can't, let's like stay positive on their own. Yeah, and I just want to. I like where you're going with this because I say, look, the big intro of the show is like, look, we want to be here to lift people up and be a, a be. I want to be a resource for giving people hope because there is hope and there is a light at the end of the tunnel, the very, very Mm -hmm. dark tunnel that we're in, but let's cut the shit and just admit this is like, it brought me to my knees. It broke me as well. And there's no shame in admitting that we are humans and humans are not invincible. Like you said, we're not God. We don't, we don't have (laughs) this um, endless supply of, motivation and inspiration and cheerful optimistic outlooks on life like this shit is horrible and excruciating and debilitating and it has um it has taken so much from so many of us it's taken our jobs it's taken our time it's taken our like our months or years of our life right of feeling normal and feeling happy and sexy and beautiful and just all and confident um and that's it's terrible i mean that's truly terrible so i agree with you and I'm a big, look, I've been a single mom for so many years now and I have been, um, yeah. And I, and my son's almost 11 and I, and I've been an entrepreneur for a long time and I've spoken on stages and I've told people and people are like, Oh my God, you're so inspirational. But then when you have something like this hit you, it's like, 
it doesn't matter what tools you have in your toolbox. It doesn't matter how much you know how to inspire yourself or motivate yourself or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like that shit is like gone. Like it's gone, right? And you're like, yeah, I am left at my most raw and vulnerable state, and and a really and dark places. I mean, at certain sometimes I just thought I can't. I don't even recognize myself. Not looks wise, that too, but just like right. my mind, my mental state. We're just like, who is this person? Like I don't know who she is anymore, and it's it is so scary because you're like, you feel like you're losing yourself. Like your whole identity is it's completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, I completely, completely agree with you, Claire, on that a hundred percent. Yeah. And what's crazy is the onset for, uh, um, at least for me and it sounds like for you too, is so quick. Yeah. So like literally going from a hundred, like living your life and like doing all the things you love zero where this just stops you in your tracks. Yeah. And I think that was so jarring as well. Um, yeah, yeah, totally. I remember like, yeah, I mean, my, when I was kind of realizing like, this is different, this is definitely not eczema. It was back in the summer of 21 and I had just started, Mm -hmm. you know, dating my current boyfriend back then and everything, you know, you're like, oh, everything is great. It's summertime. You feel good in the summer. But I started to be like, wait a minute, this is not a normal rash. This is not this. And it's like, like you said, when you, it was like 60 miles, zero to 60, where I was fine, 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 fine. And then I was not fine. And then it just went yep. so far. It went zero to 60 downward, like going down. And I'm like, yes. oh my, I, and it's like, it's like a snowball, like an avalanche. Like you cannot stop it. You just have to get out of the way and let it do its thing. And it's just as somebody, somebody that's like, I'm such a control freak. I like to control everything and like manage things <laughs> in my life. And I'm like, right. oh my God. I can't, I'm powerless here. Like I, I actually have nothing that there is nothing I can do. And that's like a really helpless, horrible feeling. So, so scary. Um, and then, I mean, even um, my mom was just mentioning, and of course, like our care- caretakers are so amazing and yeah. they're going through it with us. And I mean, she was just heartbroken for me because she was saying like, I remember just like six months ago and a turnaround because you were so happy and yeah. you're just like so you're thriving and like and now it is just a completely different like persona and um yep like and I couldn't I couldn't disagree and I felt horrible and I'm like I know mom I know like I'm sorry um yep it is sad because it's so visible and so clear yeah I mean we're so stuck in our own hell and sometimes when you do have like a good moment, hour, day, two days, whatever, and you can actually mm-hmm. think about the caretakers, the people, our loved ones that are witnessing this happen. And the, I mean, they are they are physically witnessing a transformation of like who we were, phys- like, it, like our inner, our personalities have changed, our appearance has changed. It's like they're watching this chameleon or this like, this, I, we're just transforming in front of their eyes. And it's, yeah, and it's really, um, you know, I, I tried to think the other day, like, God, if my mom had this, if my son had this, if my best friend had this, like, I, I would be super depressed because to see to see it and know that there's nothing you could do to help that person that you love is is terrible. So as much as it's awful for us dealing with this and going through this, it's it's in a whole different way. It's so bad for the people that love us. And uh-huh. it's just that that's the whole thing, right? And like, and that's with anything that's with like, God forbid, cancer or other diseases and things. It's just we realize how fragile we are as a human being. Mm-hmm. But I like to every time, you know, we get in a really bad place, 
I think to myself, okay, I, I, it's hard to do this a lot of times again, but I'm trying to say, okay, it could, it could be worse. It could be worse, right? Like I could have, I could have cancer. I could have six months to live. I could have to have my arm amputated. I could have to have, you know, you go down that list. And sometimes that's why I'm like, that's sometimes that's the only thing that keeps me hanging on, to be honest. I, I like, cause I'm like, otherwise when you're, when you're living in this nightmare, it's like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. I can't do this anymore. It's just yeah. really, it's, it is that bad. <laughs> so. Uh-huh. You know. I hear you. Um, so um, back to the mindset question. Um, I was going to say, uh, I, I can't say that my mindset played a huge role in my healing um, at the start, mm-hmm. but I, I believe that my body was healing regardless, mm-hmm. um, and which is um, incredible. And sure, maybe my mindset like sped it up. But I was healing no matter what. So mm-hmm. I think that was a positive for me for sure. Definitely. And um, yeah, kind of what you were saying earlier. I, I, I mean, now I am in a little better headspace. Um, and going into month five soon. Um, and I have seen healing and the things that I always just have to keep reminding myself is that I will heal and this is not permanent. This won't kill me. Mm -hmm. Um, so exactly what you were saying. Um, and I try to keep a list of things that I'm grateful for mm-hmm. um, as well. And um, I put that on my phone and I always just look at that. Um, um, exactly what you said, just um, have perspective. Like it could definitely be worse. Like, you know, I could be, oh my gosh, like homeless or something. Yeah. Or I, you know, like maybe wouldn't or like could not have as good a support system as I do. And um, I have clothes, I have food. Um, So yeah, and I just can't even imagine like, some people don't have those things. Yeah. And um, well, and that's that's just a whole nother level. Like, that's just so awful. I I agree. And just having the love, the roof over your head, the food on the table, the, the fact that we get to open our eyes and live another day when they're, you know, people in third world country, there's just so many scenarios you can throw out there and you can go, you can choose to live in the depression. And again, this is so much easier said than done because I suffer with anxiety (laughs) and depression, right? I understand. I I can, anyone listening Mm -hmm. to this, that's like, you have no idea. No, I do have an idea. It's, it's very scary. It's a very hard, it's very, very hard. That's an understatement, Mm -hmm. but you still have to realize how many like life is a gift and we do have so many things to be thankful, to be grateful for, um, you know, no matter, no matter what, no matter how bad and low it is, it's, you still have so much. So it's, I love that you um, pointed that out. I love, I absolutely love that. I practice gratitude every, every day. I take my son to school in the morning and he is like, you know, he's preteen right now. So everything mom does is like kind of annoying and like not cool. <laughs> But, um, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, I wanted more time with him, but he, the innocence is going and he's getting like no. <laughs> into those years, but no, he's, uh-huh. a, he's a total sweetheart, but we drive to school and I say, 
I just, all I say is three things and he knows exactly what it means. And I always say, okay, start before we, before I take you out, before I let you out of this car, you have to tell me three things that you're grateful for in the morning, because no matter what, oh, I love that. yeah, because I always say to him, look, the day could then go really good or the day could be bad. But if it goes bad, you at least remember, Hey, this morning, like I had those three things. I'm really grateful for that. So it can't ever be that bad. You have to still focus on the gratitude and, and what's good. Right. So, um, yeah, so I, I completely agree with you about that. What would you say going into month five? And I'm so happy, I'm so proud of you for for being on the show and for sharing your story and for just being a warrior because it's this oh, is so you. hard. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm right there with you. So, what would you say lessons, maybe like lessons that you've learned, or even advice that you would give to someone that's going that's maybe just starting out on their journey? Um. Uh- So I think something that I've learned is huge is um, empathy for other people Mm. and just like really feeling for people that are suffering. I I don't know if I truly got that until now when, when like it happened to me. And so, um, that has helped me grow a ton through this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just like, um, yeah, just like giving people more grace and like not judging them mm-hmm. um, for really like anything if they like um, can't hang out or if they you know that they're like even like small things like my. Um, like my mom gets a headache or something. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, do you need something? Like, let me help you. That's um, that's so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Cause I think, I mean, before it would kind of be like, you know, I'd probably just brush it off or be like, ah, oh, come on, like tough it out, mom. Like it's a headache. Now, like you really feel for anyone suffering these days. And what I love and- about you saying that not to interrupt you, it's like my, oh. my mom suffers with migraine headaches all the time. When, when you're going through something like TSW, it's very easy to not, not, you're not a bad person for this. And it's just, and it doesn't, I don't know how else to put this. It's easy for you to say, to look at somebody who, you know, I don't know, gets a sprained ankle or has just a headache or, and notice what I just said. I said, just a headache, right? You you look at other people that have, I don't know, they have allergies even, let's just say it's that. Right. And it's like, yeah. Oh my God, you're lucky in, in your head. You might want to in, instantly think, Oh Jesus, stop complaining. Stop complaining. All you have is allergies. Like you don't even know how bad it is for me. And it's easy to right, do. Yeah. That. Like it's- I wish I just had allergies. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. But mm-hmm. then you're right. The empathy part of it. Um, I had another interview on the show with another guest and, and she worded it so beautifully. She said like, I now know like she, she had now knock on wood. I didn't have this happen. Uh, I didn't lose my, I mean, a little hair on my eyebrows, but not, not my hair on my head. Mm. Um, and so she had all of the, all of the worst symptoms and we we've gone through plenty of awful symptoms with this, but she said, I now know, speaking of empathy, I know what it's like to experience a symptom of cancer because I did go bald. I did lose all my hair, like yeah. a chemo patient. I now know what it's like to, um, not be blind, but she, her eyes, her eyes were really affected. Dry eye, like, like really blurred, bad vision. She's like, she went down a whole list of things and Mm -hmm. she's like, I know what it's like to be this and to have this and to be like that. And I wouldn't have had that feeling. I wouldn't have had be empathetic if I didn't have to struggle myself with what I had to go through. So 
I think that is um, an amazing lesson that you're pointing out and something that is a huge, I don't want to say perk, but a huge, um, God, what's the word? Not advantage, but to having something like what we're going through, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a really wonderful lesson and something to experience that we, we probably wouldn't have experienced that if we weren't going through this. Right. And I think also too, just like, um, people that have not given me grace through this, um, through this journey has opened my eyes too, because then I'm like, I don't want to be that person. And Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to make someone feel that way. So I mean, this totally humbles you a lot. Absolutely. Um, So I'm, I'm really like, I think that's something that, um, like, that's why I was meant to go through this for sure is, um, I love that just to mm -hmm, be more empathetic, be a better person. Um, also like we discussed earlier, uh, I like learned lots of gratitude. And I think just even for the small things, just being so thankful for what we have, um, being more mindful of that too. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, let's see, don't trust big pharma. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that. <laughs> or like, at least do your research. That's it. Um, that's that's I, if you could say that to anyone, like you make your own educate your best, you make your best decisions, but always ask a ton of questions and do yeah. your own research. That's with anything and everything in life. Uh-huh, that's where I'm at now. And like any medication that any doctors prescribe, um, like I, I won't take it willingly anymore. I'm like, okay, yeah. let me like, sure, like write the prescription. Let me check this out though. And yeah. actually, I mean, oh my gosh, I feel so lucky because I learned that really soon because uh, I had a last ditch effort to go to the dermatologist like right after Thanksgiving um, when my face had blown up and I was kind of realizing it was TSW went to the Durham one last time and I was just like, what can I do? Where can I go? And then they, uh, they wanted to prescribe me prednisone. Oh no. And then, yeah. And then get on a uh, Dupixent. Yep. That was the same. That and, was the exact same thing yeah. for me at the oh, end God. of November. Same. Ex- that's crazy too, because I mm-hmm. had, I had COVID the very over Thanksgiving. Um, and it was, okay. I, th- I think it was actually, it was before I had COVID that I went and that was exactly the same thing. And I, I just looked at him and I said, you do know, like I've been on prednisone at least once a year, every year for the last God only knows what. And I just was on it in September. This was right before I finally figured out, Oh, this is, I, I took a 10 day supply of prednisone so before a wedding on September 10th, 2021. And about halfway yeah. through, halfway through, maybe five or six days in, my symptoms started coming back. And never in my life, that was my favorite drug. You want to talk about drug of choice? <laughs> that was oh, like, yeah, I listened like, to your previous podcast. Oh, you so heard it. You heard, yeah, right. I was like, give yeah. me the drugs. I want it. Drug I want it. Choice. I, yeah. I was like, oh my God. And to the point where I would go to urgent cares and be like, I look at, and they're like, Oh, what do you have a rash? And they're like, what did you, t-? I'm like, give me, just give me, just write a prednisone. And they would, they wouldn't even ask me questions. They would just do it. So I was like, yes. Oh my God. My skin's look amazing. And it stopped working. So similar to you, he knew this doctor knew that I had just been on it. Now that is a hardcore drug. We all know that 
you should not take that a couple months. You should, if you're going to have to take it once a year, maybe twice a year, but you don't, you don't take that multiple times. Like that is major. Yeah. Oh God. And he knew I was just on it two months prior. And he's like, same thing, do Pixent, prednisone. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? <laughs> right. Like, what are you doing? Like, no way. Totally. Oh, well, no that, way. believe me, that was the last time I saw that dermatologist. Right. Yeah. Ooh. I'm, yeah, pr- well, I'm proud of you for that. That's, that's, oh, amazing. thank you. I because know. It, look, it's not when you're, when you're at that low point, it's so easy to be like, just any, whatever, whatever. And like the yeah. exhausting part of doing your own research when all you want to do is trust the doctors. And, and sometimes mm-hmm. you can, they're not all, they're not, they're not out to get you. I mean, God, they, we, you know, they, they're there to want to help. They take that oath, but it's like, do you recognize like how much my body has gone through? And this isn't, this isn't the best thing for me. Like, and Mm-hmm. Yikes, yikes, yikes. I know. Yikes. So I, I feel so lucky that I did my research on those things and I didn't take it. So, um, Good. Some people, um, like just what you're saying, like take prednisone or whatever and like a desperation. Mm-hmm. And then that's what sets them off for like a full body flare or something. So, yeah, I was so fortunate that I didn't take any, like no oral steroids. And I think that is honestly what's saving me from the worst. I Um, am so happy to hear you say that. I mean, I, yeah, I only, I took some oral steroids and they are, that's why, you know, it's funny you used to bring that up because I I wish the name wasn't topical steroid addiction or withdrawal because it is both. I mean, it absolutely is both. I mean, there's somebody in that group. I just saw a post not that long ago where they were only on just prednisone never did a steroid cream in their life they only took the prednisone for seven days they're in tsw now from that so it's just it's it's mind-blowing i mean how potent these drugs are and how they can affect Uh people differently but i'm very happy you didn't to hear that you didn't (laughs) go down that path because thank you you probably would have been like obsessed with it like the way i was Uh (laughs) and then and then it would have wreaked havoc and hell on you so yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and um and just uh to your last point i am realizing literally how many corticosteroids there are now because there's mm-hmm. topical oral injection um eye drops yep um yeah so all of those it's not just topical no it's crazy not and at then, all and then there, that's where the anxiety comes from where it's like okay like gotta avoid everything now just to be sure yeah, exa- exactly. It's like, unless it, unless you're opening up a, like an aloe plant or something like that, where you're like, yeah. okay, it's from the ground. It's gotta be like, right. It's mm-hmm. very, I mean, yeah. And I remember when my itch was so ungodly bad in like month two, I mean, and it's still, don't get me wrong. Mm. I still have massive tons of itching. I'm itching right oh, now. I've so said the word itch and now I'm itching, <laughs> right. So it's, <laughs> but it you just know, triggers you. Yeah. Right. And you go to like the drugstore, you go to like pharmacies, you go, you look around at the grocery store and you now you know, I was never a label reader. Now it's like I, every single thing, if it has like a, any kind of percent, I'm like, that must mean it's a steroid. I can't touch it. I don't want to touch it. <laughs> uh-huh. Like it's mm-hmm. very, it's very scary. It's very anxiety inducing. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but it's, it's the that. path that we're on right now. So, um, it's just better safe than sorry. And if you're not sure, don't touch it. Don't take it. Don't drink it. Don't swallow it. <laughs> don't, mm-hmm. That's, that's okay. the best advice. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I loved having you on. I know that we're our time's coming up to an end. Is there any last minute, you know, words of wisdom or anything that you want to impart on the audience? Anyone listening to the show? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I guess I would just say first, um, I'm so sorry if you're going through this. Um, we are walking through hell and um right there with you. So 
uh, you're not alone. Okay. Um, yeah. And it's going to be okay. Um, we will get better. Um, and I definitely say if you can find a great support system through family, friends, the PSW community. Um, funny story, I actually, um, I found someone in my area who is going through TSW too. Shout out to Brooklyn. Wow, and, cool. Um, yeah, I was just messaging this girl on Instagram and like following her TSW account. And then we kind of got to chatting and found out that we live like literally less than 30 minutes away from each other. Wow. So then we had a couple like TSW dates and it's been so fun. I love um, that. So I've, I've leaned on her a lot for sure. Of course, my mom, my boyfriend. Um, I would say to give yourself grace for sure. Cause this shit is hard. Yeah. Um, and like, don't let anyone like gaslight you or diminish what you're going through. Um, cause like it, it's just, it, this suffering is, um, unimaginable and like no one should have to go through this. So I agree. just like, just like give yourself some grace, you know, like don't, don't be mad at yourself. You know, this is not your fault. Um, remind yourself what you're thankful for. You know, practice that gratitude and because um, on that big picture, you will get better. You can do it. Um, yeah. And also sure. I think, I think too, like don't feel pressure to try it all. I feel like, and that's something I had to learn. That's a sure. really, that's really good advice. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, you're on the Facebook page and then like, there's a million things being suggested. Mm -hmm. And like, because SW is not well studied, like we don't know what's going to work and what's not going to work. Yep. Um, and then like everyone's, you know, lots of advocacy for NMT um, yep. or for like, I don't know, like, like trying these supplements or like slapping on this um like topical or whatever like lotion or something mm -hmm. and yeah I just say like do what you feel comfortable with do not feel pressure to, like push yourself into something that you like honestly don't want to do or your body's not responding well to mm -hmm. um yeah because that's excellent advice because I, I just remember it, there were some times where I'm like, I got to not get in that group for a few days because I was getting so overwhelmed and so stressed out. Like, what do I try the carnivore diet? Do I eliminate gluten? Do I do cryotherapy? Do I, uh, right. what do like, do I meditate? Do I like, I mean, do I put <laughs> so the cream on? Do I, do I not put the cream on? Do I take a bath? Do I not take a bath? Like, it's just, it's very, uh -huh. it's a lot. It's a lot of a lot now. And everybody's there just to offer like advice and help be for and, and everyone's sharing what works for them. But that's what's mm -hmm. crazy. Just like just like any anything in life, there's no one size fits all. So I say this to when I was explaining some of this to family members and even my son, I said, you know, you would agree that an apple is a healthy food. It's a good food. It's like a good thing to eat. But if yeah. somebody like me has an apple because I developed a massive 
uh, sensitivity or it almost feels like a, a major allergic reaction in my, when I turn 30, 31, if I eat an apple now, it's like my throat's going to close up and it feels oh, like goodness. terrible. So we would both agree. Yes. An apple is absolutely healthy, but for me, mm -hmm. it would not be healthy. It would not be a good choice. So same thing with a cream or a lotion or a potion or a mind or practice, you know, yoga yeah. for some people is amazing for other people. The friction of the yoga pants is it's like going to drive them nuts. Right. So fitness, uh -huh. exercise, water intake, all of it. It's just about keeping uh, a daily like, mental jotting it down. And that's actually why I'm just so proud and excited that I'm, I'm working right now currently, hopefully to release it in the sort of near future, but a specific TSW journal with every single thing in it so that people oh. can really document. Yeah, it's going to be really awesome. I'm very excited. So um, because yeah. because that's it is overwhelming. And if you don't really just like if you don't take progress pictures, sometimes you look in the mirror and you're like, God, I look just as crappy as I did last month. But you don't, and then you, you look, if you actually see it, you're like, wow, no, I'm making big improvements. Like, oh, you know what I, I mean? I truly believe in progress pictures. Um, yeah. And I know they're so hard to take. They are. Like, oh, they are. <laughs> oh, my God. They just, like, gut you. They and, do. Like, um, I mean, we're, I feel like where we are now going into month five. And then, like, I look back at month one and I'm like, oh, my gosh, Claire. Like, yeah, you're doing it. Yeah. You're, like and it, then, then that's a huge confidence boost. So I agree. I taking pictures are so important. I, I've been taking videos, pictures. I'm going to put a whole montage together after year one and just see what the heck oh, this cool. is. It's going to be really cool. cool. I, I recommend everybody try and do it. And um, I agree what you just said. Let's end it on that. Like, and say, you, we have to look in the mirror. I mean, whether you practice affirmations or whatever you, it's so powerful when you can look in the mirror and be like, you thank you for my beautiful skin. You are beautiful. You are healing. You're doing it. Like you're doing a great job. When I do that, it sounds like something in the beginning, I was like, God, I feel so stupid doing this, but <laughs> it really does trick your brain into believing it. Like what you say and what you think becomes your reality. So there's it days does. where I sit on the couch and I'm like, I, I like, I go, Oh my gosh, I haven't like itched or moved in like at least 20, 30 minutes. I am so grateful to have been able to sit still for 30 minutes. That's oh gosh, unbelievable, yes, right? Small wins. Yeah. Small wins. And it sounds crazy to people like <laughs> that don't, they were like, are you like, are you kidding me? I remember going to the movies with my boyfriend a couple of weeks ago and I was like, oh my God, I sat through the hour and a half movie and I wasn't like jumping in my seat, the constant like moving and moving. And he pointed yeah. it out. I didn't even know. He's like, I don't mm -hmm. know if you're aware of this, but you just must and have been a like, good movie too. <laughs> I know. I was like, awesome. I did that. I did that. Oh my gosh. Right. But so that's what you got to do. We got to end on that and say, anyone who's going through this, you are such a badass. You are such a warrior. You will be okay. Mm -hmm. You got Claire and I in your corner. You have a whole supportive community if you want it, need it. And we're going to get through it together and be better off. And then we're going to change the way the future is going to be looking at these drugs and these steroids and just treatment for eczema and skin conditions in general. So yeah, let's do it. Let's freaking do it. I am so grateful that you were here and took all this time with us today. Thank you so much. I can't wait to stay connected and cheer you on. And we're going to have a healing party when <laughs> this is all behind us. We should. Oh my gosh. That'd be amazing. A virtual actually, like, party. Yes. Yes. Wow. Let's, yeah. yeah. In person would even be better. Absolutely. Yes. Cool. Thank you so much, Claire. I hope you have an awesome day and I hope your healing journey continues so beautifully.